This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Look at your studio, girl. Look at fucking finesse. Yes, thank you. Oh my God. You got some soundproofing. Oh, yeah. The egg cartons. Yeah, egg cartons everywhere. I love it. It looks good. The top knot is tight. I like it. Yeah, shit's them over here, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no self-care and shit. It's grim. It's yeah. grim. But it's, I know, but we got to do anything we can. Look at this haircut, hon. Yeah. You look, it looks bad. Did he, did he do it again? Yeah, he did it three times, and he's very upset at himself right now. He's Wait, like... Three, three, three times. times? Yeah, because, you know, like, Asian hair, it's really hard to, like blended especially like i have two colics in the back so it was really rough for him and he had never fucked with asian hair before he was like this is like yeah it feels like plastic pine needles yeah 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 it's like it's like and you know you know what the thing is it's like both of us sort of have kopsar modi too we uh, yeah my mom always used to say i have pankopsar which is like half kopsar but as i get older it just gets like it's there yeah. I used to be have a, a very cultural money, but now it's like a very much. It's changing. It's crazy how your body changes like that. It, it's fucking depressing. It is, and it's like this. At the same time, I stopped being able to eat dairy. Is when my hair straightened out, right? Yes. Like right around yes. twenty-seven, my body was like <laughs> into whatever this is, and I, I'm hoping in my fifties it'll change once more. To being able to eat Dan, stay skin, and having straight, beautiful hair. Yeah, and having like, a, I want to be like a, a, one of those Korean ajishis that have like six packs. You know what I mean? What ajishis have six packs? Yo, these ajishis out here doing like chijo. You know what I mean? Like, ah! That's not a six pack. That's they just got six, six packs under there. These Korean ajishis be stacked. You don't know. You go into, because you never go to the Korean, the Korean spot with the men. The Ajashis, you either turn like Banchak bald yeah, and then yeah, everything yeah. sags, or you have uh-huh. a full head of hair and you're like, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, I don't know. That was what was happening with the Ajashis on that side. Yeah, the fisherman <laughs> body. You know what I mean? They go, <laughs> you gotta have core strength. You're pulling the a marlins out of the sea. <laughs> A fisherman body. That's what I have. I have a fisherman's body. You have an olive body? <laughs> I have a fisherman's body. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's why my mouth looks like a fish. Ah! <laughs> that makes no sense, but I'm, I'm going to give it to you. You're like, I have a fisherman's <laughs> body and my mouth looks like a fish. I'm from Busan. We're seafaring people. That's right. Yeah. I'm from Seoul. I have this tiny little like pout (laughs) mouth. I was looking at my mouth the other day. I was like, how did I ever fit one penis in there? It's so small. You know, Peter, I've thought the same thing many a time. (laughs) So that's what's happening when you're staring at my mouth. We're not doing this podcast. You're going, how is someone fucking giving any head? How is he getting even one? You're gagging already. Yeah. I'm gagging at air going through my fucking small mouth. My face canal. Yeah, that's, like, that's, a, that's a mouth that studies. 
<laughs> this is an SAT two prep math. <laughs> chemistry yeah, because that's, that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> like like you know because like, you know with my mouth people always were like i remember one time a girl looked at me and like at how big i smelled she was like man you have a really big mouth the guys <laughs> must love that and i was like i remember thinking like <laughs> I remember, guys yeah i was just like what because in my mind I, I was like what i was 14 i was like i don't know understand this joke <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then Many years later, because you know, I don't really get like you know, I hold on to these things. Um, yes, you do. <laughs> like any small morsel of yeah. things about like for someone who so for someone who's got, done so much therapy, you really have held on to a lot of trauma. <laughs> I'm not ready to let it go. I'm not ready to let it go. It defines you. It's your character, hun. <laughs> I remember thinking about it later, like. You know, holding it, and I mean, like, oh, so it's like she thought being able to fit three dicks in my mouth <laughs> would be good. <laughs> like, what kind of men has she been with? Yes. Like, oh wow, that's a big ass mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah my man's gonna love that. <laughs> that bitch, she's got a mouth like a urinal. Like, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like, who says that? Like, I mean, yeah, it's just weird. But yeah, I have like a, like a really big mouth, and you have a really small mouth. I know no, we're completely opposite. You could only see two of my teeth at a time. You could see all 36 of yours. <laughs> Always. But that's Always. better for pictures than, you know, like whenever I, when I was young, when people would be like, oh, you know, one, two, three, chiju, or like, mm -hmm. you know, like smile. I could never smile because anytime I smile, it looks like this, legit. <laughs> Why are you pushing your face forward like that? <laughs> How do you smile? Like when you, okay, give me like, okay, one, two, three, cheat. See, that's what I'm doing. Set me up. No, you're pushing. Set me up. Okay. One, two, three, cheese. Okay, why are you pushing your face <laughs> forward like this off? What do you mean forward? Okay. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I think it's because I have too much cheek, not enough mouth. You know what I mean? This is taking too much room on the face. That should actually be your new grinder profile. Too much cheek. <laughs> Not enough. Not enough mouth. <laughs> All right, let's get this fucking show started. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. People Woo! are not turning in for mouth humor here. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's so great to see you. Yeah, I know. It's really nice. Yeah. Okay. So, are you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Do you want to? Oh, I see now. Um, let's do a review. review. This we got is another great. review? Yes. They keep and coming in. Post, I'm and this so is happy. After the quarantine. This is after the quarantine. This one's post quarantine? Oh, my God. Three, well, I guess it's right maybe, before. Maybe quarantine. a week before. Like, it was yeah. starting to trickle, like the thoughts of it. Yes. So yeah. this is from K Dramas Check. K Dramas Or it could check. be okay. K's, or it could also be pronounced check or maybe like um, shaky yeah kjama shaky <laughs> or yeah the, or like uh last name i like that okay kjama check so three eight twenty twenty capital uh, exclamation point i look forward to the cast like no other podcast the way they laugh is so frightening Frighteningly, okay. Uh, satisfying. Okay. The banter, okay. Uh, the banter is like Seinfeld. 
They talk about nothing most of the time, but it's outrageous at the same time. Okay, we just okay. talked about how big and small our mouths were. So, but also- how fucking dare you? <laughs> Um, love that they closed with the hero profiles. Thumbs up. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys, thank you so much for these. I should look at the camera. I never know where to look at. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I'm looking at you mostly. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Should I'll I just be looking look at, at the camera? Where's the camera? I guess when I'm talking to the our, our people who are watching. Listen, oh, guys, yeah. thank you so much for writing these reviews, these ratings, these five stars. The one star review. I still see you. I check it every day. Okay. Not to keep myself humble, but to fuel the rage. <laughs> and also very valid. That was a great, I'm very sorry about that podcast. Someday I will have to answer for it. Just know that. <laughs> yes. If you don't know what we're talking about in previous episodes, we did call this motherfucker out. Yeah. For dragging us for lying on the podcast. <laughs> for spreading fake news. Fake news. Like yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Um, so, I mean, yeah, what yeah. We, we, we don't stand corrected. How about that? <laughs> thank you to our Patreon members. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Domo kumasumida, yorobun. Yeah. Gracias. Arigato. There's many, many different types of people on our Patreon now, not just Koreans, which is crazy to me. That's so yeah. psycho. Like, yeah. But thank you, fuckers. Friend of Koreans. Yeah, thank you, fuckers. Thank you, fuckers. Five, ten, fifteen dollars. All of that really, really helps. And you know, we're putting out content. If you're uh, one of the, these Patreon members, you might have seen that I posted my sweaty ass set from last week. <laughs> I rewatched it, by the way, just to like see, like, oh, maybe I'm being too dramatic about this. Unji, there's a point where I put my mic down and I go like this, <sighs> and I go, I'm sorry. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry. What are we talking about? When you're on stage. When I'm on stage doing my set. I, that's how hot and bothered I was. I can't stand it. This is the one thing I really love about quarantine comedy. I might not have the laughs, but my house is exactly where I need to be. 41 degrees. Perfect for comedy. That's too cold. <laughs> I want that shit to be like a walk-in fridge. All right? <laughs> you need to laugh so that you're fucking feeling warm. The friction. The oh kinetic energy. Anyway, Patreon. Peter. Remember, thank you so much. And enjoy the, the secret, uh, the secret, whatever, the secret set. And I'll put some other, there are some sets I did that I will, I was like, I'm, no one's going to see this. I'm going to put it on the Patreon. Because they're yeah, like, okay. not, it's not like I'm, um, <sighs> yes, I'm bombing. But <laughs> I'll put the bomb sets on, all right? Who cares? I don't even fucking care anymore. Like, you could download it and share it if you want. Right now in quarantine, there's no such thing as bad press, so whatever. Anyway, I, mean, I think there might be. Who's having bad press right now? I don't know. Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. Oh, that was brutal. Brutal. Um, that bitch from Lost, the Canadian one. Yeah, basically all the people that continue to be truthers, quote unquote, conspiracy people. Yeah, yeah, they're the drag. <gasps> and the, I guess way, Donald Trump. Huh? Donald Trump is having. <laughs> yeah. By the way, speaking of Trump, I got my um, check today. Stimulus check. In the mail. 
No, in my direct deposit. In Is my it bank. Because you, had, you already have filed and you had filed the direct deposit. Last year. Last, Last year. year's Texas, yeah. So it went right in, $1,200. Thank you, okay. 45. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not you that did it, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah. did you hear he had to like, um, they were, whoever's not getting it through direct deposit is getting it later because he needs to put his name on the check. Yeah. Instead of saying, you, it, had, it says U.S. Treasury, Department of Treasury, and then it says Donald Trump because he had to sign the check. Can you fucking believe? If I was anyone, GOP or anyone who voted for him that gets the check later, then my liberal, queer, faggot ass, you should be mad at your president, bitch. You should oh, be. I would be so. I would be so embarrassed. embarrassed. So I would embarrassed. be embarrassed. I, I, I'm embarrassed for you guys. Whoever, all of you who like did the like never Hillary thing, I'm. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there's some Koreans out there. Not many. Oh, lots. I lots. know there's some fucking Koreans out there. Yeah. For sure. Lots. I'd say lots. I would say half. 40. 40%. Whoa, 40. Damn. Yeah. 40% of Koreans you think voted for Trump? 30%. You're fucking... You're, get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking numbers out of nowhere. Um, 99%. Listen. I'm just saying there's a lot of scary IGCs out there that do not like. Oh, they love golf. They love. Yeah. Yeah. True, yeah true. They like money. But also, like, do you think those IGCs are voting? Yes. You think so? They're like standing in line and vote. Most of the IGCs I know don't fucking vote. They're like, get the fuck out of here. I have to go get I my. Guess. I got to go get my Benz clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Lexus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Oh, I've, I've never the, gotten a car detailed. I don't even know what it is. I do it. All, I do it by myself. I can't imagine paying for it. It's so expensive. What do you? What does that mean, detailed? Like fucking wiping it down and like vacuuming and like you know. You How's it that, different like, from getting a car wash? Car wash. They don't do the insides. Detailing is only inside. No, they do the inside too at a car wash. Do they? So they you're getting a detail. That's a detail? Yeah, yeah. When they go in and like fucking tuddle all the, um, yeah. the what's it, mats? Seeds. Yeah, yeah, all that. Get into the seeds, get all the fucking little peanut shells out of the sheet seeds. Oh. That's detail. Okay. Um, by the way, we got some more laughs. Do we? Yeah, we got some more laughs. We need a few more, guys. So please send us your laughs. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're so desperate for laughs. We're trying to build an audio laugh quilt with your yes. laughs. Because your laughs are the only things that count, okay? I don't want no random white people laugh, okay? Mm -mm. I do like the white people who listen to our podcast. So, yeah, Fockers. We like the, we like the laughs, laughs of Fockers. But some lame Jane mm -mm. around the corner. Some okay? Karen. Some goop bitch. I don't care about your laugh. Mm -hmm. That's not me. But we love your laugh. So please send it to us at ajumashow at gmail.com. Boom. I'll put it on the thing. Um, or down here. And uh, I like that. That we can have some places. Yeah. This is year. We're going to year four, babe. Can you believe? This Wait, is our fourth year. Are you serious? Year. This is our fourth year? Yes. <laughs> We're... <laughs> This is an entire high school career. We were, you were a freshman 
and now we're here. So we're, gradu- we're graduating and not getting to go to our prom. That's what's oh happening. Oh my God. God. That's what, our, that's, what this, that's what DC would have been. DC would have been our prom. You're right. DC would have been our senior prom. We would have got yeah. reckless after D- By the way, if you guys don't know, this weekend- You would have had sex for the first time. <laughs> and I would have been really confused about it. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> if you guys don't know, this weekend would have been our live DC show at the DC Comedy Loft. Ugh, we, Unji and I were going to fucking do a whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday do Ajima show. And we were so excited. We we're going to reach out to the King Spa out in Northern Virginia. I don't know if they're open or not. I'm sure there's a lot, you know, a lot of shit being pushed back. But, like, we were going to do all this stuff. But, ah, damn, like, how do you feel, Anji? When I saw the, my G-Cal, like, reminder about it, I did get a little bummed out. I did, too. You know what I mean? I yeah. had the whole weekend, like, Rrr. I know, I know gonna be our first like road gig yes! from it like good money and like good money yes get paid good ass money <sighs> i mean like truly like in the last i you know and that, that was a, i will say this being able to do shows has made me realize how much of my income was coming from doing comedy like truly like you know not just performing it but like doing like other kind of gigs like auxiliary stuff like yeah I mean, we stuff. make our livelihood is predicated on us being able to be in front of large groups of people. The larger, the better. Right. I mean, it, this is yeah. live. So live. But you know, we're we're if anything, we are children of immigrants, and we are one step ahead of the bitch. So we are evolving. We're having banners. You know, up here, down here. <laughs> down here. If you, you know, want some, yeah. If you want any real estate, we got some space oh, here. Oh, should, should we sell ads it. right here? Yeah, I'll sell ads. Yeah. <laughs> square we, space. Square yeah, we space. got like 71 people viewed the last yeah. Zoom. That's, that's 71 more people than before. <laughs> and guess what, square space? This is a very, these are very enterprising, rich fucking oh, people. Entrepreneurial entrepreneurial leave it to a so, korean or a fucker to open a fucking small business during the quarantine yes what's up yeah yeah like an interesting pizza delivery <laughs> yeah yeah like a kimchi pizza delivery yeah <laughs> by the way speaking of kimchi i uh, remember i uh, messaged you about making red cabbage and fennel kimchi yeah i turned the um ball jar upside down yesterday outside to uh, ferment for one more day Cause it yeah. was still like not the texture I want it to be. Uh-huh. Shit exploded. So much fermentation, carbonation yeah. that went. Poof. So I had to clean all that shit up right before this. I was a mess. I had to change my shirt. It got Wait, all it my shirt. exploded. Not like broke the glass, but like it went poo on top of the lid, and then um, the the second I touched it, it went, and all the liquid went. Ah! I looked like I was like kimchi bukake. Like it was, <laughs> and like much way, like regular budake. Say that again. Say it in slow mo, and let's do that. <laughs> like kimchi bukake. Kimchi I mean, I would bukake. pay money. To, I would pay to see that. A kimchi bukake. Instead of coming on the person, you're throwing like different types of kimchi, yeah, kimchi. pickles. You know what would be the worst kimchi to get bukake with? Chonga.
that young radish kimchi that's it's hard. hard it's hard yeah. it's hard it's and got it's the tendrils tendrils <laughs> but oh that's so good that's my favorite kind of kimchi me too chongkak kimchi yes you, like yeah you feel like a, a fucking spicy korean uh rabbit carrot rabbit yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like a, that's my favorite part. My favorite kind of kimchi is that kind of kimchi and um, out of my mom's hand. <laughs> when she's tangoing and she takes a yeah. little bit. Oh my, the sweetest kimchi is out of your mom's hand. Yeah, that is poetry. Uh, is that's Korean American poetry, Angie. <laughs> when are you going to share your fucking poems with us? <laughs> You're talking about for 11 episodes now. God damn, give the people what they want. <laughs> okay, when I find it, when I I gotta go through my shit. I gotta, you know, I'm doing one project at a time. That's right, crazy. Right. Did you try it? Was it good when you when you put it before you put it into the um jar? What the red the fennel, cabbage the, fennel? Yeah, it was too strong. Like fennel was overpowering the thing. Yeah, and the red cabbage is nothing, but it's very like asagaza. So like I needed to wilt down to like mm. napa cabbage is very wilted. You know, yeah. so I'm trying to get it to that thing. I don't know. I'm going to give it one more day and see what it turns out. But the hang, the smell of it yeah. is incredible. Incre- see, fish I'm sauce plus the fennel. fennel. I, you don't think it's going to work? I, don't, I think it would. I, when you told me that, I was like, I'm interested in this fennel. Yeah, it is at first too um, divergent, the smells. Yeah. But now it's really egos into like, like a really good aromatic, licorice fishy, spicy. It's really nice. Have you, did you try any of it, even though it exploded? I did, try yeah, yeah. The, the flavor's spot on. Really? The texture needs another day, 24 more hours outside. But the, the flavors, it's like nothing I've ever tasted before. It's kimchi to the next level. I bet, you know what I bet would be really good too? Leek. Like puchu or leek leek? Like the fat leaks. leak, leak, fat leak. Leak. I've never, because I always use puchu. Yeah. The Chinese leak, the thin I ones, know. but like the Italian leak or whatever, the whatever, yes. the white leak. Yeah. That would be good. Right? How would you cut it in strips or like one inch piece? I would. Just, I bet you know good as strips. Right. That's what I'm Did thinking. You wrap it around. Yeah, yeah, like that. And I yeah. think it will give like texture and chew. Mm-hmm. I wish you tried out. I just got some leeks. And by the way, you could regrow leeks. Like scallions? Like scallions, exactly. Okay. Leek is just like a gigantic mutated scallion. That's what I was saying. That's why I thought it would be good. Because that's. It's, I think it of, would be good and way more fiber. I love that kind of. Yeah, because I love that yes. kind of kimchi too. The lens, like pa. Like a, the kimchi is my favorite. Oh, so good. <laughs> I'm regrowing scallion outside right now. So I think. And it's it's in the sun, so it's growing. It grew like two inches in two days. Oh yeah, my scallions are thriving. Oh my god, look at us! Who says yeah. we're gonna fucking go hungry? I am. <laughs> <laughs> you have an extra mouth to feed. I know. Yeah. I so much food. Goes crazy. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm getting skinnier. I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm Me like, too. Yeah. Are you? But you're eating less, right? Yeah, significantly less. Because you're too busy cooking for your for your family. Yes, yeah, but also because because I'm not eating out. Like I'm not, mm. I'm not savoring any. I, you know, like I'm not. And eating late. Did you used to eat late after shows? 
No, I never used to eat late. Oh, okay. I used to that's eat like a, that's late like a thing that food. I do. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, some of it is I'm all about the perfect bite. I like perfect. Mm. So I think that's kind of, yeah, I just, I don't, yeah, I haven't been overeating, much less snacking than usual. Okay. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I don't that's know. good. Good for you. Kind we're gonna, I think I we're gonna, like- we're, I think we're gonna come out of the quarantine fucking hot. Like, I, I think I, I don't have a scale. I, all I have is a food scale, so I'm not going to stand on that. But I, I think I feel like I've lost like close to eight pounds. Wow. Yeah. And I'm, it's because like every morning I'm doing yoga and a pop sugar workout. How you long know, pop are they? Sugar? Uh, the yoga is like between 18 to 25 minutes and the pop sugars okay. are usually half hour. Okay, wow. So I'm doing like an hour a day. Yeah. Right in the morning. And What's because I live with my boyfriend, what would you say? Yeah. Pop What's sugar? What's pop sugar? Pop sugar is a channel and it has all these different, like it has bar, it has Zumba, it has like high intensity, you know, all different types of classes. And is they're it all on, free. Um, is it on what? YouTube? Okay. Yeah. So we're doing yoga with Adrian on YouTube okay. and pop sugar. Mm-hmm. And because my boyfriend's a psycho and he's very fit and he really wants me to be healthy. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm doing it. And also like, I want to this. Why, why not? It gives me structure. It gives me, you know, I wake up every day like, yes. Oh, I can't believe I'm doing this, but it does help me like the endorphins work. It's getting yeah. me out of a funk. Like it's jetted. It's like jettisons me into a productivity mode for the rest of the day. So like, yeah, I'm into it, but because I'm doing it every single day during the quarantine and it's been legitimately a month, it's mm-hmm. April 15th right now. It's been yes. one month. I know exactly. March 12th was when I saw you in person in Chicago. That's the, that was the last party. That's crazy. That's the last party. It seems like it it was like last year. Right? Another era. I mean, Mm -hmm. truly. Anyway, so it's been a month, so I'm feeling really good. And I'm, uh, and I posted a picture of myself. You look, I can see muscles. I on the side. I do know how far I had to stand away from the mirror. (laughs) <laughs> I had to like find a zone like under the, my arch where the light like hit exactly. So it was like, okay, there's a little bit of definition and then hurry up quick. And I had to like hold my breath for 75 seconds to get like 14 different shots. It was rough, but I'm, I, I get it. I get why people post thirst traps. Yes. What are you talking about? Because you worked on it. Because I've never posted a thirst trap before. I'm a fucking. Oh, I'm a I do it all fat, the lazy time. comic. You're, no, I do it all yeah, the time. I know you what are you talking about? <laughs> I do it all the fucking time. I. It's because I I'm never thirsty. had the option. That's, I never fucking had the option to do it. You know what I mean? Like, what am I gonna thirst trap? My fucking small mouth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I so, truly, I, yeah. I, 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 I've actually started to, um, exercise less. 
exercise less during the quarantine because oh well, of course you're like you're you're getting your calories running around like running a home yeah 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 I, it's like the first time in many years that i haven't like worked out on a consistent basis and it is fucking with me like is i gotta it? figure out because yes yes because like all the things you're just you're describing are the reasons why i like working out mm-hmm. endorphins thirst traps feeling <laughs> you know like all the thirst traps like like that confidence, like a huge part of the reason why I like working out. Not just yeah. the like the endorphins and all that, but it's like also structure. Yeah, that. structure. That's yeah. the number one. Can you hear this outside? I can't believe it. it's like middle of quarantine and they're ripping up the fucking ground. My street. No, I is can't the hear f- that. Oh, good. Okay, fine. That's good. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. If it's not dog shit on my fucking astroturf, they're ripping up the ground. A lot of construction. People are really trying to get all the stuff done. Yeah. Before people, yeah. This is not essential work. What is going on? But they're all trying to get it done because once out, like, there's going to be no money. <sighs> That's for sure. So, yeah, yeah. Did you hear about this um, Trump blaming the WHO? Yeah. <sighs> Truly, the I you when you when you think that the motherfucker can't get lower. If you when you get. If, <laughs> Can't get more ridiculous. Like, look how high my eyebrows already are. And then, like, and then, like, like I have to stop listening to shit because I'm just like, I can't. I'm not, I'm not getting Botox anymore on a regular basis. I can't handle this shit. Like, I, I'm like, I, you know, I gotta like freeze my own face. I gotta do my own work. And this motherfucker's trying to like. <laughs> Ruin my my face. Like, I can't, I can't. Truly, like, when I think it can't get any more ridiculous, it gets more ridiculous, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it's like, and it's as if, it's almost as if he's doing, he understands what, what's happening. It's like, there's a part of him that understands the stakes. I wish, and, yeah. I wish. I wish he was that smart. But I think the more tragic thing about it is, is that he doesn't even know. He's yes, he such, he's so wired to be a narcissistic little piggy yes. that yeah. every action is so predictable, yet he has no self-awareness of what's going on. Oh, it's, this piggy is going oink, oink all day. <laughs> Truly. Like, I mean, he's, he's, such, he's, he's so gnarly. And, um, narcissism and like the attention. I mean, we're thirst traps now. I mean, this, he's, it's a power trap. Like, you trap constantly trap. with it. Yes. And it's like, it's, and it's something that I can't even fathom because it seems forced from reality. Like, you know, like any other person and operating inside of our, our reality, you'd think would learn to incorporate in for new accordingly it and that's not like that insane people do that's exactly it it's crazy behavior yes yeah like i mean like if you were like um if there was like a, it was a so if he was poor and he was black he would be in jail oh immediately he wouldn't even reach 18 he would have been in no. juvenile and then put into the whole track like, that's what he like tried to do behavior. to those little kids in central park five because he knew that he deserves to be he's a fucking criminal anytime he blames someone else for something else he did yeah, it. yeah you know what i would not be surprised speaking of low and low that the actual person that raped that girl in central park was him 
Okay. I'm gonna, so here we go, Asian Joe Rogan. Asian Joe Rogan. Buy our supplements. Yeah. Buy our supplements. <laughs> Buy our supplements. Nootropics. Nootropics. <laughs> Damn, that's the type of shit that comes from ayahuasca. All right, and you know what? You're getting it free at the Ajima Show Zoom. Here we go. All right, Undy, you want to catch oh, up okay. real quick on what you've been up to? Oh. Um, my son, okay, so my husband peeing in his bed every night for the last four nights. Whoa. Sometimes it's in his bed and sometimes it's in our bed too. And just the laundry, like we're just trying, it's trying, we're trying out, it's good, what's going to happen. I was a bedwetter. How old is he? Into life. He's four. He just turned four. Oh, that's bedwetting time. Yeah. So it's not that crazy. It's not that crazy, but he also has gone weeks with not doing it. So okay. it's a little like, it's atypical, you know, it's like, it's also like a milestone or whatever, but I also was a bedwetter. Were you a bedwetter? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I did it till I was, I think six or seven. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, yeah. so same. you got you a few was, more years. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, I remember it was very, like I used to do it all the time. Um, so like, there's a part of me that understands, but inside of this quarantine, it just means so much more work for me. Oh yeah. Like straight up labor and like yeah. washing sheet and sheets washing. It takes up the whole fucking thing. You can't wash. Yes. Anything else. Yes. Put bleach in it, you know, like it's, yeah. it's a whole thing. So like it's this along with like, I will say this, my husband and I are actually getting along better now because <gasps> Because I love hearing that. Yes, because I think it's like he sees me. He mm. sees he finally because we're in the same space. He sees how much I'm doing and how yeah. much like you know what I mean. Oh, like yeah, he's appreciating. Yes, and like wow. it's like you know because he just literally and also there's um because he does genuinely love me. He sees me you know what i mean it's not like i'm going kind of like a part of his life he sees me as a person and as right. an individual you know and like i think he's learning to appreciate that and also like there's a i have to understand i think for both of you guys like at least i don't know with you like how each of you are um how each of you are dealing with the anxiety of all of this is very you know like i'm dealing with the anxiety of it very um you know, I take out a project that I can fix and like, this is this and I will, this is how we're going to continue living a normal life. And other people incorporate that sort of anxiety very differently. They have like malaise or like they have anxiety that manifests very differently. So yeah. I think it's important to remember that inside of like all of our little home domestic situations, like how different people internalize this anxiety, you know? Absolutely. Like, my boyfriend and I are, do, are very different the way we process it. Yes. I'm very like it is what it is hon all right i and i was talking to my other friend about this like i got held up at gunpoint when i was 14 what like yeah in, at like a park by like young drug dealers okay, so it's okay. like the quarantine this is a vacation <laughs> get the come on get the fuck out of here with this like yeah it's it's annoying for yeah. sure but i think if you've been through real adversity this is nothing. Mm. And I think because I was a, such a young, like fire and brimstone apocalyptic kid, like yeah. I was having stress dreams about apocalypse since I was four. 
So I think I've like readied my mind for the collapse of the world. I've always thought that I was going to thrive during the apocalypse, much less lead, you know, like, <laughs> like that was going to be your time to shine. Yeah. Yeah. When every, when all else has failed, he As will. the walls of Jericho fall. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Kim will rise. Yeah, that a, Kim, was, a Kim shall rise. Yeah, a Kim shall rise. A Kim shall rise to rule them all. Yes, <laughs> one Kim to rule them all. Yeah, Peter Kim, he's gonna come out with like the best falafel stand instead of the macaroni. <laughs> it's because he serves kimchi. <laughs> kimchi falafels, huh? And Kim falafels greasy anyway. You yeah. need that sharp of the kimchi. Yes, it's true. That's it. It's the reason why so much Middle Eastern food really goes well with kimchi. Yes, and they do do a lot of like pickles, pickle radish, yes, and stuff like same. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you and your hubby are getting along, and he's appreciating you. And not that he didn't before, but you know, in times like this, you know, a stress on a relationship could make or break. Yes, and it you was know? breaking. It was yeah. breaking. Oh, <laughs> we were breaking right before this. Yes, we were exactly. like, "Is this gonna work?" Yeah, and then it hit, and then I was like, "Oh, we love each other." <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That was sort of what happened. It was kind of crazy because we were definitely, it was breaking. Yeah. And then this happened and like hunkered down. And even in the first week during quarantine, it was still kind of like very fractious. And um, we were like, there's a lot of acrimony between us. Mm. But I, since then, like him recognizing it, appreciating, it's been very good. But it's like, you know, it's more also understanding how each of us is internalizing this anxiety. And also- yeah you forget in our day-to-day that we lose so much time to talk to each other. Yeah, especially because you're both working. Yeah, you're going to a place you don't, I mean, it's not like we can just go into another room and start working, right? If, yeah. But back in, when we lived lives, it would have been a half hour. That So we stopped talking to each other to save time because yeah. there isn't time. Yeah, um, and you start not connecting and yeah. misconnecting and misunderstanding and yeah. things are left unsaid and, you know, unresolved. And then yes. it builds and builds and builds. Yeah, you're right. And now you can't escape it. So yes. you have to sit through it and be like, what is this? So I guess that's something that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's something that's good. Okay, well, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back. <laughs> this is Karen O. With Karen O. Karen O joins us. Hi, I'm Karen O. And... I mean, I'm definitely uh, really reactive kind of person you know if someone's doing this I want to do the other thing you know <laughs> so um, it's not like negative antagonism it's just it's a little of the punk spirit you know I want it just to make you know um, just to make a fool of myself <laughs> make a big fool of myself you know which wasn't too hard to do but uh to show everybody that it's you know it's uh what a dork I was you know and how cool it was to be square square in the dork you know We're back. All right. And like, don't forget to buy your new tropics and buy and consider Squarespace for your next small business venture. <laughs> yes. And if you need to send out anything to your Patreon, use stamp.com. Ah! 
<laughs> so I, I love being like that we can after four years suddenly engage in um podcast uh humor like yes yes because. yeah ref we could finally reference our own industry yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so i actually i was our my topic today about yeah. this new yorker article that out it's by by this like guy i was um, going to read this and then i you know when you go into it some medium articles you, it says yeah. you how long it's gonna read so yeah. i always scroll all the way and i'm like this is too long <laughs> So I'm so glad that you're going to fucking talk about this. It's like, it's, it's, it was very interesting, very specifically about this thing that I wanted to talk about here, which mm. is, so this guy moved to Korea from the U S and, um, he like, so he lived in South Korea now and he moved in like Oh four. Mm. And so it, he talks about how obviously the COVID, um, crisis there has been all over the news. Um, and he's very specifically talks about this um, this radio a new radio program called uh, Kim Yo Jun's News, and he listens to it every day. And there's this thing where he's talking about they were talking about the U.S. reaction inside to the coronavirus epidemic, and um, and especially with it as media how they were like, we, the U.S. media has been lamenting why we didn't react to it the same way that South Korea did. It was like a big kind of meet. Um, yeah, for the first two weeks of, of our our quarantine, yes. that was like all you heard about. Yes, that was yeah. a trend inside of the media, which was like, why, how did we fuck up? And this is how South Korea did it better. And it was very interesting, right, to live through that. How did we fuck up? As if you didn't elect this moron. Exactly. And then all of it being going, again, living late at South Korea's feet, following the, um, you know, like the Paris, I think, big, but then also this is also all happening amidst like the worst wave of Asian American hate crimes. I know. (laughs) I mean, it's It's so It's so perfectly like in, like in step with each other. Yes. It makes total sense. Like, of course, because once again, white people feel like they're losing power or losing their country or whatever the fuck they think they're losing. They always, they're always the victims. No one has, no one acts like the fucking victim more than a white person. And I'll say that right now. And I'll say it again. No one (laughs) self victimizes like white people. And it's crazy because they're the ones that I think Hollywood is the issue because Hollywood makes you believe that you're the underdog, whoever you is. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I'm getting beat up and I will rise from this. Like, what exactly. you're and you that's why we're so blind to how we are the bullies to the rest of the world i everyone thinks every white person thinks that they're rudy yeah but they're not yes but they're not they think they're, they're fucking uh, frodo baggins yeah a little <laughs> hobbit being called to adventure you know to save the world no you're fucking sauron bitch uh, okay so so this guy was this Kim Kim Won-jun, um on his radio mm-hmm. program, f- uh, com- followed up this whole like situation with like the U.S. Um, lamenting why I didn't react to it the same way South Korea is with uh, this phrase. Don't you think we're a developed nation now? And he said it with like uh, the phrase here he uses is faintly startled satisfaction, as if <sighs> he only realized that fact himself. Now. This is the thing I really wanted to get to. He uses the word uh, uh, 설국. 설국. 
he uses he says here sanjinguk a term oh, for Sanjin advanced Guk. country yeah a term Sanjin. for the advanced yeah a, a term for the advanced countries of the world as opposed mm. to hujinguk hujin backwards yes yeah and how south koreans see themselves as sanjinguk hujinguk uh, hujinguk ah, yes e- yes to america everyone Yes. Yes. Even though everyone else in the world sees us as Hanjinguk. Wow. That's, I mean, that's kind of what I was just talking about with Americans feeling yes. like they're, they're Frodo. I mean, this is more good yes. versus evil versus like backwards versus forwards. But <laughs> yes, you're, that's so interesting. And that's also so incredibly pointed out in Parasite. Yes. When they talk about this TP being American being good in, yes. and why it yes. will stand the storm because it yes. is U.S. product. Yes. Even, these, it, even this like hyper rich advanced Korean couple living in this beautifully constructed futuristic home, mm-hmm. she still has to burst out into random phrases. English, English. So this, for this, so this Hujinguk thing is, they described it as a national, a national inferiority complex. And it's very true, right? Because this is, we are a country that has been systematically oppressed, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Some of it, some people ascribe it to, like, even some people describe, ascribe Han to the Japanese colonial rule, right? Um, And that the constant sort of like negative propaganda that Japanese people get sent to Koreans, like they, Koreans themselves started to think internalized of their, it. internalize it. And that the, that their sort of like backward countryness was mm-hmm. because we were just innately inferior. Yes. But, but the, we are now the, our pop music cha- affects all of Asian culture, right? We are the most wired country in the world. And the thing is, um, this is this is the thing, because Korea has in many ways actually taken over U.S. Right? We are right now the Korean citizens live longer, are healthier, are better educated, less likely to be unemployed, and less likely to live in poverty. So the actual quality of life in Korea is better. Why are we living here? Why are we living here? I should move to. <laughs> we should move to Korea. Did. That's what this dude did, he, and he was like. He, at the beginning of the article, he describes a joke he used to say when people would be like, why are you moving to Korea? His joke was, I want to, I want to live in the first world. And it's like, because, I mean, truly, if you've ever been there, anyone else that has been there, you can attest to it. The trains are incredibly good, so clean. Every single public restroom is basically really good and clean. Like you would, it's fine. They have public restrooms. (laughs) There you go. So, I mean, like, it's like, it's just, it's much better. But to go back to this, um, this, uh, he, they call this, in this book called The Birth of Korean Cool, how one nation is conquering the world through pop culture is Yuni Hong. She, she talks about a cabbage inferiority complex brought on by kimchi. Right, because, because the smell of it, smell, smell of it, and inside of Japanese culture, oftentimes, as we know th- through Pachinko, Pachinko, was was maligned because of the smell, right? And this like stanky ass mother, yes. And, and so even in Parasite, the sea Koreans, and even <gasps> and even inside, well, in Parasite, and also, I was, and this is 
really the thing in American culture. That's like one of the things that like your parent. LP. <laughs> I was I was like, is she gonna notice that or what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not gonna notice that. I see you. <laughs> yeah, I have a half naked twink walking around. <laughs> you're living the you're living the American dream the American, right now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, back I to mean, the like, cabbage. Really? Back to the cabbage. Oh. Important. Um, so, like, so in American culture, even like this, as we know this as immigrant kids, it's like a thing that was embarrassing if white people ever wanted to come to your house, right? That's why it was almost always easier to have Korean friends. Yeah. Because no one ever said anything about the fucking smell. You it never was had normal. To explain it. No. Yeah. You never explained. Never shit. had to tell them to take off the shoes. Yes. Exactly. And then they, you could, when you're hanging out, they could just go to the refrigerator and get something out without yeah. you having to go with them and like right. explain to them as they saw fish heads in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, you're not embarrassed by your everyday culture. Yes. And this is the thing. Ultimately, this article talks about how he's living the Korean dream, like how he's looking at America now with these eyes where it's like that Korean Americans sort of looked at Korea during the troubles in the 80s and 90s. Like uh, the Korean Americans in America were looking back at Korea being like, oh God, that's so bad. Yeah, How yeah. he's experiencing that as an immigrant in Korea with the US now. Oh, yes. Wow. And this is a very is good article. Mind blowing. Yes. But oh my, my what I took away, it's so crazy. But what I took away from this about the cabbage inferiority pump specifically, you and I, have described our characteristics, things that would have been naturally, like our Han, our sort of ca catastrophic thinking, things that have been not ill-suited to the American way of life, essentially, right? Like at odds, something that we have, but now inside of this pandemic, we are thriving because of the exact same things. Wow. Like we are prepared. And also, Amy, truly the biggest that we have kimchi. Kimchi is perfect for a pandemic. Kimchi. You know how many people have reached out to me to help them make kimchi? Oh, so many people have DM'd me asking me, like, how do I make kimchi? I'm kimchi. like, because it's good for doing, because you need flavor, you need something that will last a long time, not mm -hmm. a lot of resources. It's just like everything about Korean And you have a lot of time to ferment. Yes. You're not busy, busy, busy. Yes. Because it's also very labor intensive, but it's like you just set it aside, right? That's yeah. like, that's, but like outside of that, it's like, I've been thinking about so much about how lucky my family is. It's like that I am prepared for this. That as a like as a kimchi eater, yeah. That every single time I've had people been like, "Oh, you have a lot of dishes for a f meal," and I was like, "Bitch, this is panchan. This is like Korean food. Like this is how you. That's how you just, eat. Oh, that's how you eat with just. That's how with one bowl of rice, you can stretch. You, yeah, you stretch. So like that. This is perfect. And like having kimchi. Our life truly has been like life saving and actually enhances our quality during this like God forsaken, God forsaken, who <laughs> uh, God forsaken time. Every time you walk <laughs> in, <laughs> she's like, oh, <laughs> you can't, she keeps, uh, oh my God, walk slower, babe. walk slower, <laughs> so, babe. Stop being so thirsty. He loves it, he loves it. <laughs> But yes, you're exactly right because as you saw, Eric, he talks about how lucky it is that we have so many pickles in the house because yes. we sit down and a lot of times when you like, you know, we'll eat like 
quote unquote white dishes like roast mm-hmm. chicken. Yeah. Something Koreans will ne- never. I my mom's literally never opened the fucking door to the oven. She was like, "What is this? Is a thing we keep dishes in?" You know what I mean? My mom too. When my dad got diabetes, she used pots I and pans in there. She never. She never used an oven. Never, never. used an oven. Never. You do stovetop. Yes. And you know, maybe like a chunky range to bring to the table to yeah, yeah. more cookie, you know, yeah, on yeah. special occasions. Yeah. But uh-huh. never use the oven or a broiler. Get the fuck out of here. A broiler? Broiler. A broiler was a garbage can. Like I had no idea <laughs> how to use a broiler. But Me when either. we eat the roast chicken, you know, oftentimes you need to make another dish, like to supplement either mm-hmm. mashed potatoes or yeah. spinach or whatever the fuck, like a green. But because we have all this kimchi, you just, got, you just got to the pancha. That's it. That's it. It goes with every meal. Guess every what kimchi meal. doesn't go with? Nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. M- maybe Cereal. yogurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're eating kimchi for breakfast, something's wrong. Something went you're, wrong on, in the night before. Yeah, you've time traveled to 1920s Korea. <laughs> You got to get out. It's not yeah. going to turn out good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. What a fascinating article. I'm, okay. I'm going to have to read yeah, that. And this is, this is what I thought. This is, I, this is my only thing is that kimchi gives us power. Kimchi, kimchi power. Kimchi power. Our kimchi gives us power. And, that's, and that's, 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 that's what I wanted to get across. That's it. I love that. Yeah. This is that's, a good article. That's the funk. <laughs> that's funk power, baby. You know, it's the things that used to make us be ashamed. Yeah. Now we're owning it. Yes. I love that. Okay. So my thing today, um, my topic today is actually a very local topic. So the Orange County Board of Supervisors, by the way, Orange County out of all of SoCal is the least affected by coronavirus. Really? Least. And this is one of the reasons why. Check it. In spite of all the racist, horrible shit that's going on against us, guess what? We, we are prevailing and coming through for this crisis for our neighbors. This is like true Christian shit, all right? Yeah, if yeah. you believe in God or Jesus gospel, this is the type of shit, turn the other cheek, okay? Something yeah, I yeah. could never do because I'm driven by mm-hmm. fucking Han. Yeah. But, you have so much, um, too much, I don't know, mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too much cheek. <laughs> this is all Han build cheek right here, this. Anyway, so Orange County Board of Supervisors recently accepted a generous, generous donation from none other than the Korean American community of California, okay, KACC, delivered by the South Korean Council General Wanjung, Kim Wanjung. Wanjung Joa. Wanjung Joa. And uh, three other local organizations TOC Foundation, Elegant Culture. Uh, and Tradition Center and Chinese American CPA Association. So all these pan-Asian, including Korean. Um, Elegant Culture and Tradition Center is like the fucking fabulous thing I've ever heard in my life. That shit is, you know, some grad student went to like UC Irvine School of Social Work. <laughs> and it was like, I'm going to change the world. One gated community at a time. Uh, but I just wanted to read you the stats. These stats are like staggering. Okay, so South Korean Los Angeles Consulate donated 2,000 KN95 masks. TOC oh. Foundation, 5,000 Exxon Novo disposable face masks, 250 yeah, yeah. face masks, 657 N95 slash KN95 all those convertible respirators. respirators. Okay, 
657, 250 nitrile gloves, three bottles of seven. I mean, elegant cultural tradition, 6,000 face masks, 100 right, medical eleganza. coveralls. Yes. <laughs> Chinese American, CB, uh, arguably the people who are being most targeted most targeted yes. in this yes. pandemic by racist yes. Chinese American. They donated 3,100 disposable masks, 29,000 surgical gloves. Okay. They don't have to do this. No, we don't have to do this, but you know why we do it? Because this is above white Chinese black, whatever, you know? And I, there, we talked about how like there are black celebrities out there and I wouldn't call them celebrities because this person is Drag him. a failed comic. <laughs> Um, but a comic named Godfrey came out and had, he did a British accent and started saying some racist ass oh. shit. And like, I don't know, like, I guess you could argue and say he was joking, but was he, I don't know. But he basically was saying like, boohoo, Asian Americans, you're getting spit on, you're getting hit, you're getting stabbed. Guess what? It's been happening to black people this whole time. And where were you, huh? Where were you? All you were was feeding us your nasty Chinese food. Ah! First of all, mean. That, that is, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I draw the line because the food is fucking delicious. And that's, yeah, how, I, that's, that's how I know you're lying. Yeah. You eat that food and you fucking love it. You love that so, food. No one shows up for that fucking Chinese shit more than black people. Come on. Hello. Get the fuck out of here with that. Yeah. And secondly, I know he doesn't represent all black people, of but there are there. This is a part of our community too, where there are Korean people. When Black Lives Matter was happening, it's still happening. But you know, when it was largely like streets, people are going on the streets. There are a lot of Korean people, Asian people, going like they don't care about us. Why would we care about that? Yeah. This is above that, and this is a prime example of organizations coming together and banding together and helping each other out. So I'm very proud of them, and I I think that's so cool. And I just want to mention that. With that, I'm going to take us right out to break, and we'll be right back with Kick-Ass Korean! Yeah. We'll see you in just a second. <laughs> We're back. It's time for Kick-Ass Koreans, y'all. Key! All right. Uh, my Kick-Ass Korean, she goes by the Instagram handle of at Princess Gollum. This yes, is, I almost said, I always did her. You did? This, I, 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 in so, because of so many reasons, I love her and her story. So, yes. okay, this person is a model and an influencer on Instagram and all the socials. Her name is Josephine Jinju Pearl Lee, also Jinju. known as Jinju. What a beautiful it's so name. So good. Yeah. Um, at Princess Gollum, find her. She's an LA based model. She started her career very, very early. She was first scouted at age five age five and her mother would take her to commercial photo shoots just being like the industrious korean mom you know i could see it already yes 
And then she, in this interview on in ID magazine, she says something shady happened, which pulled her out of the entertainment industry, which is so fucked up. And I don't even want to know what it is. I'm sure it was bad. Yes. Uh, but she has a very unique look mm-hmm. that I think is very now, especially in drag. And in like Vogue and beauty magazines, this, this shaved eyebrow, like having no eyebrows and this very kind of like alien yes. look. Um, mm-hmm. And she does this like, her art and her aesthetic is very like uh, uh, goth punk. You know, it, it, it's very, um, I don't, I don't want to call it dark, but it's like macabre. It's that type of aesthetic because she doesn't have any eyebrows and she like, she has like a, a like white set. Say that word eyes. again, Peter. What'd you call, what'd you say? Macabre, macabre. <laughs> Is that the word macabre? <laughs> macabre. <laughs> what is I've it? Never heard someone pronounce it. The with R-E? like a trill at the end. Macabre. <laughs> I'm sorry. You've never been to France. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Don't sit us that day. Macabre? <laughs> yeah, that's closer. What, what, what is, what is, how do you say it? Macabre? <laughs> Macabre. Macabre? Yeah. Oh. But the fact that you're insisting on saying the R at the end. Macabre? <laughs> you know what? And you the- were saying it subtly enough where you thought you were getting away with it. <laughs> I've always said it that way. No one's ever called me out on it, so... I don't know. Maybe I just hang out with classy people. <laughs> None of which know how to pronounce this word. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go on. I'm sorry. Uh, so I wasn't going to let it go, but I couldn't. Please no, don't ever let it go because we need to hear it. Um, she's, she's working with brands right now, uh, like opening ceremony, milk makeup, Obsessed. and many more. Yeah. And um, this is why she's named Princess Gollum. This is the funniest story. Her mom... Yeah basically said that she remind they were watching Lord of the Rings together. It seems like a very close mother's daughter relationship. Yes. yes. And they were watching the Lord of the Rings series a lot at one point. And her mom would say, Oh, you remind me of Golem or Smeagol, which is already like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Some to say that to your own daughter is a, is only can come from a Korean mother's mouth. Yes. You know, the drag, <laughs> the absolute evisceration of the soul. She told her he's a bit gross, but he's also precious and cute. <laughs> like when he makes those googly eyes. So, um, and in those moments, her mom said, he totally reminds me of you. You're so annoying, but I cannot love you. <laughs> This is, is, a, that, is this my mom? What the yeah, fuck? truly. This is all of our moms. So she, because like Korean, especially Korean moms, like if you look just a little different, mm. they're like all over it. You know, yeah. they're like, oh yeah. my God, you're going to be ugly. No one's going to marry, you know, all that, yeah. that stuff. But it sounds like her mom was actually very cool and yeah. very like positive about, oh, you look different. And that that should be celebrated. So she really started celebrating it and she's got a lot of haters because people are going to hate and men are stupid. But um, she has actually, this this really warmed my heart. She said that someone, uh, one of, uh, a Korean American girl uh, uh, thanked her for representing her culture and mm-hmm. saying she's inspired by the fact that she is Korean and so different. And yeah. she, was, she was so genuine that she screen grabbed it and she actually shouted her out in, in this article. Yeah. 
So I'm going to shout her out too. So she says, shout out to my diehard uh, at eChoy1234 exclamation point. I think the exclamation point is just part of the article. eChoy1234. And immediately when I saw eChoy1234, I was like, this is an Esther Choi. This has to be an (laughs) Esther Choi. I'm willing to put money that this is her first name is Esther. I'm going to look her up. Yeah, it's either Esther, Eunice, Eunice. or Yoon-hee. Oh, Yoon-hee, Eun-hee. Yes, yes, Eun-hee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my kid guest career is at Princess Gone. Look her up. Yes. She does fantastic stuff. She's um, so cool. I'm a she's huge so fan. Cool. She's cool. She's cool than I could ever. I, I don't, yeah. I would never be able to hang out with her. She's too no, cool. No, she's like Gen Z. Like, yeah. like I would just, I would hope that she asked me for drugs. Ah! And I'd be like, ah, yeah. Yes, sis. Yeah. <laughs> you, you give her like Quaalude, some old yeah. ass drug. <laughs> I blow up dust. <laughs> you try PCP? <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, <laughs> right, who do you got this back. week? Um, mine is to honor. This is the final night of Passover tonight. Okay. Damn. And uh, yeah, it's a long. We Jews like to do long festivals. Oh yeah, that's festival. right. Festival. It's every good festival. It's never just one night. That's right. Uh, and so it's uh, it's her name is Zipporah Rothkoff. Okay. Okay. And so she was actually uh, her her given name is um what the fuck? It's like Yunhi something. Fuck. There I you lost go. It. Yeah. <laughs> but she was born um toward to like a Buddhist um, intellectual family. And she like, she basically left the soul in the 70s because of an husband. So she got divorced in the 70s as a woman in Korea. Kind of nuts. Damn. Yeah. Um, and so she had to start a new life. And so it was obviously a very turbulent time also in the 70s in Korea. So she wanted to get out of the country. So she wound up becoming a blackjack dealer in Vegas. What? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of those. There's a lot of those at a, at a point. Um, exactly. So they, she went to Vegas. You're right, there are a lot of Asian, older Asian women at blackjack table at, or yes. like dealers in yes. Vegas. They, were, they oh. recruited them. So wait, she was actually born Kim Pongja. Oh, Pongja, okay. Pongja. She's a Pongja. That's a that's an old timey Korean name. name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what that's I like yeah. being, That's like being named like Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Gertrude, Gertrude yeah. or something. She no, she no, she no Unhee. Yeah, yeah, no way. Unhee's <laughs> too sexy. Pongja, Pongja got like uh, she's got a good kimchi squat. You know what I mean? And she's got yeah. wide shoulders. And so many grandkids. Yes, <laughs> they're all on her back. Yeah. Wrapped in that blanket, like she got some on the front. She got some on the front and the back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she was working as a dealer in Vegas, and then she flew to New York to visit a friend that was um, studying ma- medicine. Like so, it was childhood friends. So it's like you know, you know, like at that time, like you know, I'm sure she was trying to fucking hook up and shit. So at this point, she's at the hospital. She meets a Moisha Rothkoff. He's an uh, ortho. Yes, he's an orthodox ophthalmologist no yes and orthodox he ophthalmologist, ophthalmologist Jew in new york named moisha yeah rothkoff yeah <laughs> now you know what i mean like Come Kim Bong-ja, Come Kim Bong-ja didn't story. know what was happening <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and uh 
Bongja <laughs> didn't know what hit her. No, she was just like, what? She, she got hit with some extreme stability. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch got beat with yeah. some financial security. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so she, her friend was living in the same apartment bu- building as Moisha, and they like ran into each other in the laundry room, and then they got married. He, she says that he was the first Jew she had ever met, <laughs> and she married and, like, him. And this is yes, and, they, and uh, within a couple of years, she converted and married him, and then <gasps> this is I mean, you. Yeah, I mean, I hope not. I don't want to move to fucking Israel, which is what she did. Thank you. Good whoa, to have me. Yeah, whoa. it's crazy. So she brought up two daughters. She was helped running her husband's medical practice in New Jersey. Um, and like she made a lot of Korean influenced Jewish food. I mean, they were Orthodox, you know, they're like conservative Jews. They're, it wasn't like she's yeah. reformed willy nilly, like, you know, whatever, never, like I am. <laughs> that is your actual Jewish So two years ago, basically, maybe this is more than that because this is from 2000. Yeah. So she stopped. They both basically started splitting their time between New York and Jerusalem. And they basically live in Jerusalem. She has opened up a restaurant in Israel selling Korean food. Like she's trying to do it. Like this bitch has persevered. She had a first family with two fucking kids, had a second family with this guy. And now it's in her fucking seven, in her sixties and seventies is opening up her own Korean restaurant in Israel. Holy shit. What the I'm fuck? You, yes, I'm telling you. Women, this is like, this is what this to me is so Korean about it. It's like she always making food, never, she relinquished everything, right? Her name is Zipporah Rothkoff. When she converted, she changed her name, right? And Argu- arguably a better name than Pongja. <laughs> We're really dragging Bongja, and I'm here for it. Come on. You can't have a name like yeah. Bongja. Bongja. And two Koreans ain't going to fucking drag your ass, bitch. Like, Bongja. <laughs> uh, th- that's what you're here for, you guys. Really authentic Korean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't get it, ask a Korean friend. <laughs> but, I mean, so she, like, literally, but she always had her food. I'm telling you. The power is of in the kimchi. kimchi. That's it. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. And you know what? Right when you said she got divorced in the 70s from a Korean man and left her, left him. Yeah. I was hoping that she would end up somewhere like this and not like go through that. Because for someone to go through something like that, that's chutzpah. Yes. You know what I mean? That's pechang. Like she, she was meant for greatness. Yes. Yeah. In the seventies, to leave and to go by herself, for to to an unfaithful man, man too. Yes. Not like, oh, he hits me or whatever. Like, no, no, no. oh, you cheated on me. Yeah. Hey, no, cheat I'm gonna on. cheat on Bongja, yes. bitch. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is so inspiring. I love this. Oh, there's a table mag. Okay, so I'm gonna I'll release the link as well on the yes, Twitter. Yes, yes. All right. Well, that's our show. Do you have anything to plug? <laughs> I don't know. Do you got a Zoom thing coming up or? I'm sure, but it's not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. 
I have something coming up. Uh, it's called Crazy Woke Asians. It's some. It's like a festival, like an Asian comedy festival. So, and it's all uh, on Zoom. So okay. that's going to be happening. I'll I'll tweet it out. I'll you know whatever you'll see it on the socials. But thank you so much for watching. This has been so cool to Zoom. We'll be putting this out as well. So hey, by the way, if you watch all the way till this point, you really like us. So um, share this with someone. Send this to someone. Yeah. Send the video. People need something to watch. So and you know we like to be in front of more people, and hopefully do our own Zoom live show. Right? Yes. Yeah, because yes. we couldn't do DC, so we should do something. Yeah, yeah. We should. Yes, we should. Yeah, yeah we should. we'll figure it out. Okay, thank you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Audio.